0: Welcome, we will start with the fifth lecture for NCRT Political Science. Now, this lecture talks about judiciary. Now, in the last class, we talked about the various laws and how the laws are formed. Here, we will understand what are the implications and how things proceed if the laws are violated. So, what happens is there is a rule of law, and you are abided by the Constitution of India to follow certain laws in case those laws are broken or those laws are not followed what would happen is a violation of law and when there is a violation of law it calls for the judiciary so here we will understand the role of judiciary now predominantly Three things are very important when we talk about judiciary. Judiciary aims to resolve any kind of dispute. So let's say you and your brother or sister is having a quarrel, your parents would come and interfere. So that's what uh, is a kind of small example of resolving a dispute, when it occurs at a national level or at a district level or a state level, the things are resolved through the means of judiciary and therefore resolving dispute is one of the major ideas that a judiciary The second is the judicial review. Judicial review means that there are certain uh, laws that are being passed by the parliament. However, in certain cases, it can be felt that these laws are violated. And if the, that is the case, a judiciary can send in a review for the same, and that is what is known as judicial review. So, it is basically reviewing the laws that are being sent in by the parliament. The next is upholding the laws and enforcing fundamental rights that's very very important so each individual has the right to practice the fundamental rights or owns their own fundamental right in case those fundamental rights are uh, not followed or being hampered in that case judiciary can interfere so for example the supreme court has ruled that article 21 provides the fundamental right to life and this right to life now includes the right to health as well. So government has the duty to provide the compensation for any kind of loss that can occur. This was the case in the Pashyambang Khet Majdur Samiti versus the state of Bengal in 1996 when the compensation was to be provided by the state of West Bengal. So right to health then became a part of the fundamental right to life. And therefore you have amendments coming up into the existing laws so upholding and enforcing the existing laws and uh, kind of enforcing the fundamental rights of every citizen is the duty of the judiciary now it is started with the british period when we had the federal court in india so from 1937 to 19 49. this was located in the chamber of prince in the parliament house later on it was moved to the new building where it presently is on Mathura road in 1958 however the name supreme court was given in 1950 after the constitution was drafted till then it was known as the federal court of India. So supreme court of India is the epics body for the judicial purposes in India now a very important example or role of judiciary is the independence of judiciary or we say uh, independent judiciary. What does this mean? This means that as we talked about in the previous classes there are three bodies in the uh, constitution the legislative, executive and judiciary. And this judiciary body is totally independent of the legislature and the executive. That means both legislature and executive cannot exercise any kind of power onto the judiciary. So, let us say if there is a case of land encroachment. So, suppose this is your land and this has been encroached by a big politician. If the case goes on to the high court or a supreme court or a judiciary what would happen this politician who definitely has power can enforce his or her power in the court as a result the uh, final hearing that would come would be biased and it would be in favor of the politician. To avoid any such kind of interference from the politicians, from the legislature, from the executive we say judiciary is an independent body and therefore there is no influence of the political party on the cases of judiciary. Again the important thing under judiciary is separation of powers. So as we said there are three separate powers and both of these cannot interfere with the judiciary. Judges are appointed with nearly no interference of the political parties and once appointed it's very difficult to remove a judge from the court. Also there are checks which check out the kind of misuse of power if is being exercised by the executive and the main thing that we already talked about is protecting the fundamental rights of the citizen. So every citizen has the right to go on to the court. if he or she feels that their fundamental rights are being encroached. The next is the hierarchy of the court this is very very important and interesting to understand. So let's say you have a city, this city lies in a district, this district lies in a state and this state lies in the country or let's say India in this case. So India would have the apex court which is known as the supreme court of India. At the state level you would have the high court and at the district level you would have the district court. Now, these Mm -hmm. district court would have the district judge and these district court are called by different names. When it comes to high court, it was first established in Calcutta, Bombay and Madras in 1862 now there are exceptions to the high court usually each and every state has a high court but for Punjab and Haryana there is a common high court in Chandigarh, for Assam, Nagaland, Mizoram and Arunachal Pradesh for all these 4 northeast states there is a common high court at Guwahati and for Andhra Pradesh and Telangana you have a common high court at Hyderabad now at the national level as we said We have the supreme court and you have the chief justice of India who takes the decisions and these decisions are binding on all other courts. So you have supreme court, high court, the subordinator, the district court. Now district court could be further divided as civil, criminal and revenue courts. Revenue deals exclusively with the matters of revenue. So you have commissioner Tessildar and assistant Tessildar. Criminal deals with criminal cases and offences. So, you have district judge, session judge, metropolitan or class 1 magistrate, class 2 and class 3 magistrate. Under civil courts you would have district judge, sub-judge, munsif and small court or low kadalat. Now, a very important term that is appellate system, now this appellate system talks about that the hierarchy in the court is very important and an order that is being passed by the highest court is to be bound or is to be followed by all other subordinate court. That means a judgment if passed by the supreme court would be taken account, taken into account by the high court or the district court and that's very very important to understand. Now a very interesting example of this appellate system was the case of Delhi administration versus Lakshman Kumar and others in 1985. So what happened was the case was filed in the trial court that's the district court and it was convicted that the wife of Lakshman Kumar died because of dowry and the husband brother-in-law and mother-in-law were the convicts. However, this case was taken to state court or the high court and in the high court in 1983 the decision was giving that this this was an accidental case of fire in the stir and that was the reason of death of his wife again this course uh, this case went to supreme court in 1985 and in 1985 it was found that The husband and the mother-in-law were guilty for the case. However, there were no strong evidences for the brother-in-law. As a result, the final decision that was laid by Supreme Court was considered valid. So, all the subordinate court and The High Court would have to run by the decision that was given finally by the Supreme Court of India. Now again the subordinate courts are also known as Trial Court, District Court, the Court of Justice or District Judge, then you have the Session Court, Chief Judicial Magistrate, Metropolitan Magistrate or Civil Judge as we all saw in the table. So these are the different names for the district court based based on the category whether it's a kind of revenue court, civil court or a criminal court. Now talking about the types of legal system. So, we broadly classify it into a civil system and a criminal system. We also saw it in the previous class. So, criminal system deals with offenses and it it is a kind of case where you have to file an fir fir is the first information report and this information has report has to be filed with the nearest police office then you uh, have the accused if the accused is found guilty then he is sent to jail so that is the case for criminal when it comes to civil it's a case of simple matter of land purchase or selling of land dowry, uh, dowry case diverse case or any other matter related to civil case now here what happens is a petition is filed and the courts the court provide for the remuneration or the relief that is being asked for by the given party. So the party who is uh, presenting the case would have certain ideas in mind based on which they would ask that we need relief on the following parameters and the court would try to provide them relief on the following parameters. So the, those are the two branches. Now as we said civil law talks about a personal injury right or wrong then they would have the parties would have their own attorneys and they would have the uh, they, they would have to prove the. Evidence or they would have the burden of proof for the evidence, and it's mainly monetary. However, here the penalties are the loss of liberty because it could be a jail term. The next is who can access the court. Now, it's a very interesting question: who can actually access the court? In reality, we say all all Indian citizens have the right to go to the courts, court. But the thing is, this court work or judicial work requires lot of time, lot of paperwork and lot of money. So for most of the Indians, mainly the poor, the remote people, it's a kind of a, uh, a kind of remote idea even to think about going to the court and settling the case out of the court. So that's a common practice in most of the villages and outskirt areas. Now in 1980s, a public interest litigation came. This public interest litigation was very very important because this litigation talked about providing the authority to any other person besides the person who is being uh, at the fault or who is being asking for justice. So, any other person besides them can appeal to the court. For example, uh, the case is related to one of my family members. On behalf of that, I can represent the case and file the public interest litigation for the same. So that's a very important idea here and because of that PIL came into being PIL was really successful because it was a kind of simplified process and even a simple letter or a telegram to the court would help you solve a PIL case and once the accused has been found there could be jail term or whatever steps have have to be taken for the accused this was really successful to rescue the bonded laborers and the prisoners who have completed their jail terms but still are in jail so in those cases this pil was really really helpful now article 21 we already talked included uh, the right to life and that later on included right to health and right to food there was a judgment of Uh, Olga Thelis versus Bombay Municipal Corporation that's BMC and it established the right to livelihood as a part of right to life. So right to life now includes right to health, right to food, right to livelihood and all. Now what is the basic way forward that we are looking for? The basic way forward is since there are numerous cases in the court that are still pending we need a kind of fast track codes who can which can solve the problems very quickly and efficiently. So that is something we are looking forward for and it's rightly said that justice delayed is justice denied. So if you are delaying the justice, it's the next generation that comes up and the case is automatically closed because that generation is already go- gone and the case has been delayed for a period of more than 10 years, 40 years or so. So the justice should be at time. The delay should be in the justice should be checked out and for that what we are looking forward is for fast track courts and more session courts at the district level. So all these are the way forward in the judicial setup. We will be covering further lectures of NCRT class 8 in the upcoming classes. So stay tuned, do subscribe to the channel so that you keep receiving the notifications as and when new videos come up have a very good day ahead.